Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Mojo Mondays with myself and Coach Carly. Hey, hey, hi everybody. Today we are going to be talking about looking after your body because we've spoken a lot about the mind and the brain and now we're going to go to the body, which is quite um, relevant to today because Oscar and I have just been to the gym to do a workout. Yes, oh, look at you feeling all... um, All smug. Yes, indeed. Um, So a quote to start, Hippocrates, um, the ancient Greek physician, eating alone will not keep a man well. He must also take exercise. Food and exercise, while possessing opposite qualities, yet work together to produce health. So really what we're going to talk about is the biological basis of happiness and flourishing. Because, yes, that comes from the, the mind living a life of eudaimonia, but in order to have your mind operating well, you need to look after it. Right? And, and really, the four major things that we want to talk about, we talked about mindset separate, but sleep slash recovery, nutrition, exercise, and breathwork. Yeah, and these are the fundamentals and they're they're like the foundation, aren't they, to health because if you can get the fundamentals right, then a lot of the other stuff will come and it's particularly important if you're going through challenges. Like if I know when we went through that challenge with Oscar, it was so important. I knew that it was important for me to keep my exercise up, make sure I got enough sleep, cut down right on my alcohol and look after my body so I would be in a, a mindset. It mm. helped my mindset to get through that challenge. Yeah, and 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 the temptation, right? When people are stressed and they're going through difficulties, um, you know, we tend to to have self neglect. So we neglect mm. ourselves in terms of our diet goes to rat shit. Um, we don't have time to exercise. You know, then that both of them will impact negatively upon your sleep. And then if your sleep is shit house, it changes your hormones, your cortisol's higher the entire next day. You will crave more food and sweetie, uh, sweet, salty, sugary foods as well. Ghrelin, your major hunger hormone, is, is up and leptin, which drives physical activity in the brain, voluntary physical activity, is actually down. So they, there's this big interplay particularly between sleep, nutrition, and exercise. And I think we throw in breath work in there because that's the best and quickest way to get yourself out of a stress state is to do any form of slow, controlled breathing. Whether you do box breathing, or I'm a bigger fan of resonant frequency breathing, which is basically Mm. for most people, or or you'll get 90% of the benefits with six breaths a minute. Um, So 10-second breath cycle, whether you do five in, five out, that's been shown to actually reduce amyloid beta, the plaques that 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 um, accumulate in Alzheimer's disease. I'm actually a bigger fan of breathing in for four, out for six, because the long breath out elicits the relaxation response. Um, but all of these things play in with each other. And and yes, you're absolutely right. Um, I mean, when we went through that challenge with Oscar, we had the conversation and said, this period, our exercise has to be um, right there, uh, and and um, I don't think we've ever drunk less alcohol than yeah. that time. Yeah, surprising. <laughs> yeah, I know. I but, mean, it was but, surprising because it it would have been it was really really stressful. It would have been easy to just go, 
you know, it's on a Tuesday, but we're really stressed. It's like, let's just open up a bottle of wine. But I, I mean, I just knew that alcohol, it, it increases my anxiety. And then when I've already got that anxiety there, why would I put that top, what I felt like was a toxin in my body to make things worse? And I knew I wouldn't be able to manage the situation. But it's easy in the moment because in the moment you enjoy the wine. Mm. But it's the, it's the next day and the longer-term impact that it has. Well, particularly the next day. So confession, I didn't particularly look after my body last night, as you well know. Um, you know, my yearly end-of-year get-together with the, the soccer-slash-golf boys as we transition from <laughs> soccer to golf. And a few eels were had, um, a few too many perhaps, but... I got up and exercised because you can't let one bad day turn into two. Because mm. often when people go out and they have a skin full, you know, they just lie on the sofa, they eat shit food, and then, you know, one bad night turns into the next bad day. And, and then when we're talking about the longer term thing, I've witnessed so many people in the corporate world who work their, their asses off and they're doing it, a lot of it, when you talk to them, it's about setting themselves up for a good future. And so many people go, I'm going to have a really good retirement, right? And in retirement, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then half of them or more find out that by the time they get to retire, they've actually screwed their body and they're not physically capable of doing the things that they work so hard for all of their life to be able to do. Like that's catastrophic. I mean, that that is the time, as we talked about earlier, when you're older, that is the time when your emotional regulation is at its best, when you have more wisdom and when happiness and, and flourishing peaks. And wouldn't it be a shame to get to that phase of your life and not have a body that's capable of helping you to do the stuff that you want to do? Mm, yeah, definitely. And as you get older, I mean, I'm I'm 54 now and I'm definitely, since turning 50, I can definitely feel that I need to put in more work. Mm. And I think it's important as we get older to pivot and realise that we're not the same as we were 10 years ago and we're not going to be able to do the things that we did when we were younger because, let's face it, we have an older body now. Um, you know, one, one thing that I have have a bit of regret in the past is I haven't done enough things like yoga and stretching and that sort of more mobilising stuff that I can do that now because I know in another 10 years' time that's that's what I'm working towards. So it's so important to have a different mindset as we get older and it's the same with nutrition as well and the different needs of nutrition um, in the different stages of our lives. Yeah, and 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 don't people? I I I just don't want the listeners to interpret what you said as as you get older, you shouldn't be moving as much because some people will will say that right. You're, you're older, act your age. That's it. We I know. Actually, I want the opposite. <laughs> we need to do more. That's the thing. We know that um, we lose muscle mass and progressively throughout our life, but it's use it or lose it. And we know that metabolism slows as you get older, but until the age of 60, 100% of the changes, the reductions in metabolic rate are explained by loss of muscle. Mm. 100% until you hit about the age of 60. And then there is a decline in muscle mass independent of 
um, you know, how much exercise you're, you're doing. So for me, it's really, and we've talked about this before, it's about getting to your 60s with a good reserve of muscle and fitness because that's really when father time and mother time um, uh, catches up with you. Yeah, yeah. I know with me, when I was younger, a teenager, which is such an important stage to be doing a lot of um, sport and getting that bone density right, I I didn't do a lot of sport when I was younger. So now my bone density is quite low, which I can't do anything about. But what I can do is I can maintain it. Mm. And so that is so important to me, which is why I do resistance training now is to keep that bone density at a level so it doesn't decrease. Yeah. And then with the brain, I mean, this Wednesday on Wisdom Wednesdays, I'm I'm going to talk about the nutritional status of lots of diets, whether it's an omnivore diet, a vegetarian or a vegan. And in developed nations, we, we are mostly, most of us are nutrient depleted. If your brain is nutrient depleted, it's not going to work as well as it can do. And your chances of, of happiness and flourishing are going to be diminished, right? What a lot of people don't realize is that nutrition, good nutrition, provides the building blocks for neurotransmitters, right? This is the biological basis of happiness and flourishing is exercise and nutrition and good sleep, right? Those three things are absolutely critical for brain health. Uh, and, and there's just so much evidence now that we are nutrient depleted because we're eating a diet that's high in ultra processed foods and it's crowding out of our diets, good nutritious foods. So I, I'm a big fan, uh, particularly as you get older of, of supplementation um, and just getting a good broad spectrum um, supplement, something like your Hardy's Daily Essentials, um, I think is critical as well as eating a balanced diet, exercising, looking after your sleep and doing regular bits of breath work. Mm, absolutely. So um, that's it for this week, folks. It's really about get your rig in shape, right? You think about lorry drivers, they look after their rig because that's their livelihood and, and we have one body. Um, there's no trade-ins as far as I'm aware. So we need to look after the, this thing, this precious cargo, because it's going to take us to where we want to be. Yeah. Do the fundamentals, make them a priority. Catch you next time, folks. See ya.